Vegetarian Zen, episode number 44. Let's learn about healthy fats. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. And my throat is still a little scratchy from that Fat Albert impersonation. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Fat Albert is, it was a cartoon like back in the 70s. I grew up, I remember, mm-hmm. I grew up on that one of the that cartoon. I mean, that was one of my favorite shows growing up. Did you yeah. watch that? Um, you know, I didn't see it too often. I, I remember seeing it a few times when we were at my grandparents' house, but... Um, that's that's about it. And then yeah. of course I saw it as I was when I was older. I saw the old ones. Well, it was one of my favorite ones. And in the middle of the cartoon they did like a musical thing mm-hmm. and I remember like them playing on drums and they had like junkyard junkyard type of instruments and stuff. Right. It was a really cool. Cartoon. And it was actually it was Bill Cosby who did. Yeah. Albert. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so in today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be talking about fats. And we're going to start out by doing a quick primer. We're going to promise to try not to get too geeky on you here, but we are going to throw a few terms uh, around just so that way you can understand the differences between good fats and bad fats. And we're also going to be talking about vegetarian and vegan sources of fats. Right. Of good fats, right? Good fats, right. Cool. Okay, and because we're we have a uh, quite a f- bit of things to talk about, we're gonna we don't really have any new ratings or any new updates, so we're just gonna dive right into the main topic. We're gonna dive into a pool of fat, sort of. Ew, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before we begin, when we get into some of these discussions, we just want to remind you that you don't want to make any changes to your diet without consulting your doctor first. Your doctor should always be the person that you're consulting with before you make any drastic changes to your, to your diet or your exercise habits. Right. Um, we've uncovered, you know, the things that we've uncovered are come through our own research and consultations with our doctors, but your, yours is very specific to you. Your right. needs are very specific to you. So you need to make sure you're having that conversation. Right. And we, we're not medical professionals. Um, what we're doing is just, doing some research, providing you with some options. Yeah. And I will say when I go see my doctor, I'm always updating her about things that I'm doing just to make sure it seems right. So for example, one of the recent things I did was I gave up supplements. I talked to her about my diet. I I told her, of course, that she knows I'm a vegetarian. And I told her some of the reasons that I wasn't into taking supplements anymore, that I didn't really want to do that. And she was fine with that. She, She agreed and just cautioned me to make sure that I was having a wide variety of of foods throughout the day, which I, we have done a really good job of doing that. Right. Um, but again, you just want to make sure that you're talking to your doctor. Right. Okay. So first let's talk about fat and why it's important. Now, remember back in the nineties when there was that stop the insanity thing or whatever, was it stop or start? It was stop, right? Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of those like fad diets back in the nineties were on no fat or very low fat diet plans. Right. And that's I think that's about when like all those fat free could like the snack wells and yes. all that, you know, it's fat free, no fat, you know, but um 
that's not always a good thing. I mean, it's not a good thing when it comes to those because they added so much stuff, right? That's right. And the thing is, is that people just think of fat as bad. But really, the problem isn't that we're consuming fat. It's that we're consuming too much of the wrong kinds of fats. Right. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so in one respect, all fats are created equal in that they have about nine calories per gram compared to four calories per gram of carbs and proteins. Hmm. But what's important to remember is that fat is a vital nutrient. That's why these low-fat and no-fat diets are not good for you because just like carbohydrates and protein, they help with digestion, particularly with fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, and K. Mm -hmm. And they help with promoting a feeling of fullness. So it plays a really important part in our nutrition. They also help to regulate blood pressure, heart rate, blood vessel constriction, blood clotting, and they play an important part in our nervous system. Well, and another thing, I think that um, doesn't fat, fat acts as a cushion in your body, right? Yes. So if you didn't have fat, then, I mean, you jump up and down and like your heart and your liver and your, everything would be banging against each other, yes. right? Yes, yes. It, it helps to pad and protect your organs. So it is very, is a very vital part of our, our, new, our health. So while calorie-wise, fats are considered equal, there are some fats that are bad for us and, that some, and some that are essential for our health. Okay. So let's first talk about the bad ones, because I think people are really familiar with the bad ones, right? So right. we've heard a lot about saturated fats and trans fats. Those are the two primary uh, fats that are bad for us. Okay. This Okay, so let's talk about saturated fats first. This type of fat comes mainly from animal sources of food, such as red meat, poultry, and full-fat dairy products. So a lot of people know that saturated fat is bad for you because it tends to raise your total blood cholesterol levels and LDL, which stands for low density lipoprotein. And that's the bad cholesterol. So you get your HDL and you got your LDL, right? And LDL is the bad kind. So you want, you want low levels of that, not high. That's right. Okay, cool. And the saturated fat can also increase your risk of type two diabetes. Hmm. Bad. Now, The second type of bad fat is the trans fats. Now, those are the fats that we've heard a lot about probably within the last maybe five years, five to ten years. Yeah, Yeah, somewhere like that. This type of fat occurs naturally in some foods, but... Where you see it most is where when companies add this to processed foods, and you'll see it in the form of partially hydrogenated oils. And why do they do that? They do that in order to extend the shelf life. Oh. Yes. So this is, now this is an, an unhealthy fat because it tends to lower your good cholesterol and raise your bad cholesterol. So do you remember which one is the good one and which one is the... The good one is the high um, density lipoprotein. That's right. HDL. Yes. And the unhealthy LDL uh, is is the one that can be increased by trans fats. Okay. Okay. So let's move into the three types of fats that can be healthy for us. Okay. So they are monounsaturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, and omega-3 fatty acids. Okay. All right, so let's start with monounsaturated fat. This is a type of fat that's found in a variety of foods and oils, and studies have shown that eating foods rich in monounsaturated fats can improve your blood cholesterol levels and also help to decrease your risk of heart disease. The other thing about monounsaturated fats is there are also evidence to show that they can benefit insulin levels and blood sugar control. Okay. So this is good if you have like type 2 diabetes. Right. 
Polyunsaturated fat, a lot of the benefits are very similar to mo uh, monounsaturated fats. This is type of fat is mainly found in plant-based foods. That's kind of weird, right? Because you don't think about fats in plant-based foods. Right. You don't think about lettuce having like veins of fat running through it like a steak, right? Yeah. And it's not the same because again, right. it's not the same type of fat, right? right? This is a different type of fat. Um, but again, these are, like I said, they can help improve blood cholesterol levels and can de decrease heart disease, risk of heart disease, and then also type 2 diabetes. Right. So it seems to me before we uh, talk about omega-3s. It seems to me that just overall, if it's they're the bad type of fats, it has a negative effect on your cholesterol and promotes heart disease or, you know, helps develop heart disease and type 2 diabetes. And the good ones just have the opposite effect. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's talk about omega-3 fatty acids. And we've heard a lot about omega-3s in the last five to 10 years, right? Like they've, right. they've gained some... It's been one of those popular things to talk about, particularly when you talk about heart health. Right. And that's been a kind of a bigger issue in health news and everything over the last five years or so is talking about heart health. I think because a lot of people are, are having more issues with heart problems. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about some of the, the uh, sources, vegan and vegetarian sources for that. But just so you know that omega-3 fatty acids are good for heart health. That's the primary benefit from them. Okay. And they are a type of polyunsaturated fat. Yes. Okay. Okay, before we move into some good sources of fats for vegetarians and vegans, Larissa, why don't you talk a little bit about the essential fatty acids? All right. Well, there are only two fatty acids that are known to be essential for humans. And without getting into a bunch of gory details, uh, one of them is uh, a type of omega-3 fatty acid, and the other one is a type of omega-6 fatty acid, which we didn't go into detail on. But basically, you get omega-6 fatty acids in a lot of uh, animal products and some oils. The problem comes... Now, these are both considered essential, meaning that we can't... And, and they're both polyunsaturated. Let's make that clear. Uh, just because an omega-6 omega comes from animal products doesn't mean it's a saturated fat. It's, it's a polyunsaturated fat. And, but we can't make these. So our body has to get them from outside sources, from food. And just a little geeky trivia question, <laughs> or not question, fact here, because I love trivia, is that when these two EFAs, or essential fatty acids, were discovered in 1923, oh my gosh, I sound like a geek, <laughs> uh, they were designated as vitamin F. Vitamin F, that's and that, cool. Yeah, but in 1929, the research showed that they were better classified as fats, so then they were changed to fats. So, I thought that was interesting. So, so no more vitamin. No more vitamin. Huh, that's funny. All right, so the problem with our American, our typical American diets is that we, ha we consume too much omega-6 fatty acids, not enough omega-3. So it's out of balance. Yeah, and that out of imbalance can lead to inflammation. Right. Right. Uh, so basically what that's saying is that most Americans eat far too many animal products and vegetable oils that contain omega-6s. So we're not eating the better vegetable oils or the better plant-based oils, such as olive oil and other oils. We're eating the ones that contain omega-6. Right. Which we shouldn't be. Yeah. And what are some other things? Do you, you recall what other things can be result from the um, being out of balance? 
think there was like diabetes. Right. Diabetes, autoimmune, uh, autoimmune diseases, stroke, skin disease, heart disease, and depression. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that there's some, been some studies, or I read, I should say, that there have been some studies to show that um, omega-3s have been uh, used to help treat bipolar patients. Huh. Yeah. I guess maybe because it restores some balance. Right. Like maybe offsets. it's been trying to reset that ratio. Right. right. Yeah, kind of offsets the omega-6s. Yeah, because our typical American diet, we tend to have 14 to 25 more times omega-6 fatty acids than omega-3. Yeah, that's a lot. Ah, that is a lot. And that's again, going back off. to what you said, that's more because of the um, animal. standard American diet has a lot of animal products. Yikes. And I mean, that's including dairy. That's right. So not just meat, but dairy as well. All right. And then on the other hand, a Mediterranean diet, which, you know, has been popular over, you know, off and on over the years is, oh, you know, try this Mediterranean diet. And, um, it has a healthier balance between omega-3s and omega-6s. So in that case, a Mediterranean diet has typically a lot more fish. Um, and of course, you know, if you're a vegetarian or vegan, you don't eat fish. But that's why. That's the reasoning behind it is they've got more fish, more oils that are good, so like olive oil, um, things like that. And so people who follow a Mediterranean diet have been shown to be less likely to develop heart disease. So what's a vegetarian or vegan to do? All right. Well, some good sources of good fats for vegetarians and vegans can uh, include... Leafy greens, like we discussed, surprising, right? That was really surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't, and it's not something that's obvious. I mean, some things like avocados, I mean, you could, you could potentially see, okay, well, there's fats in there and then oils, of course, but you don't, you don't think of like squeezing a lettuce leaf and, and having oil or fat, you know, you just don't think of that. No. All right. So leafy greens. And cruciferous vegetables, so like broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, um, anything like that. Spirulina. And I do like spirulina. You have not been brave enough to try it yet. I think the color just makes me kind of scared. (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, in the book that's coming out later this month from Farnoosh Brock that features one um, one of our recipes... Uh, my smoothie that I created uh, contains spirulina. Right. It's a very good source of protein. And it's very green. (laughs) It's very green. Um, Okay, so some other sources, flax, flax seeds, flax oil. Uh, There's also flax meal that's just ground flax seeds. There's hemp seeds, Mm -hmm. pumpkin seeds, sesame Sesame seeds. seeds. Uh, Raw nuts, like walnuts, almonds, or pistachios. You know, the more I read about walnuts... The more I'm really thinking this is an awesome food. Right. Well, in last week's episode, we talked about walnuts um, being associated with producing melatonin, which helps to regulate your sleep and wake cycles. Right. And I also read somewhere that they're good for brain food. It's Hmm. supposed to help uh, with your brain function. So don't eat fish, eat walnuts. Yeah. Cool. There you go. All right. Uh, And then nut butters as well. Um, just be careful with sugar on those. If you buy commercially produced ones, check the labels, make sure they're all natural, and, and watch the sugar. Yeah, if you have a Whole Foods or an equivalent in your area, they do a lot of that. They'll blend those for you. Mm-hmm. Or if you have an awesome blender like we do. Right, like you Vitamix. can make them at home. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, let's see what else. Wheat germ, wheat germ oil, soybean oil, 
avocados we mentioned my favorite yeah not mine i don't like avocados uh, linseed olives sunflower seeds i think we said no did we say sunflower no uh, flax seeds olive oil and then eggs in moderation if you are a vegetarian. A vegetarian who eats eggs mm-hmm. okay so the other thing that you want to be careful about is when things say that they're low fat or fat free mm-hmm. because here's the thing there's no such thing as a free lunch sister. Right, right. right. <laughs> um, they have to replace it with something. And typically what they replace it with are carbohydrates, sugar, refined grains, or starches. Or chemicals. Yes. And that's why I have stopped buying for us. I used to buy like low-fat cheese, um, low-fat sour cream, low-fat, you know, I've stopped buying that because when I started, when I first read that about uh, low-fat or fat-free products and, you know, what they have to put in them, I started actually comparing labels. I would go to the store and I would pick up, okay, so a regular um, sour cream and then fat-free and look at the difference. And there's so much stuff, uh, chemicals added yeah. to make this, um, give it the same or a similar consistency and all, all that. And I just thought, I don't, I don't want to do that. I'd rather have less of the full fat version right then have the f- yucky additives yeah and here's the thing if they do replace it with refined carbohydrates and starches those tend to absorb very quickly into our systems and they can cause our blood sugar levels to spike and then to dip and that can lead to hunger and overeating and weight gain and diabetes right right and if you're talking about sugars uh refined sugars that'll also you can you'll get hooked on those Absolutely. All right. Well, I think that does it for our main topic for today. That was a very good one because one of the things I like to do is I've started doing is is making kind of my own trail mixes and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I think this was a really good one today. Right. And the, the good thing about making trail mixes like that is you can put in exactly what you like. And make sure to portion it out. Right. Because exactly. they do still have, you know, fats are still right. nine grams per gram. I'm sorry, nine calories per gram. Right. It doesn't mean you can eat like a cup of nuts a day. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, you just have to be very conscious about how much you're eating. All right. So let's move into our recipe of the week, All which right. is one of my favorite things to snack on. And again, I have to watch myself on these because if I just open up my little container and don't portion this out, I can go through this like really easily. And that is guacamole that's one of my favorite things to snack on now in full disclosure i typically buy mine fresh from whole foods right or heb our local grocer also has it fresh but i I, whole foods has always tasted better to me Mm -hmm. Uh, but i do know how to make my own and i make my own pretty darn good so (laughs) that's going to be our recipe of the week which will be up on our website very soon. And I'm also going to include a bonus. And the bonus is how to keep your guacamole from going brown. Oh, because, awesome. Yeah, because even though it's still good, the brown doesn't make it very appealing. No. I hate that. So no. I recently read a little tip that's helped. And you know that because when mm-hmm. I open up the little container and you see that it's still green. It's it not brown anymore. Yeah. Yes. All right. So let's move into the quote of the week. Okay. Now I've got two quotes. When I was thinking about the quotes of the week, I was thinking, you know, a lot of times when we're picking quotes, I kind of think about the whole general theme of the podcast episode, and I found two that I think really hit. So I'm going to share the first one with you. The first one is from John Dryden, and he was a poet back in the 1600s. And he said, when I consider life 
It's all a cheat. Yet fooled with hope, people favor this deceit. It's very deep. It's very deep. And this is going back to what we were talking about with fad diets. People like to think that there's some magic pill. And you see all these ridiculous things out there that just drive me crazy because... You know, it, I remember hearing Oprah Winfrey talking about her weight struggles, and she said, believe me, if there was a magic pill out there, or it was even possible to create one, I would have it already, mm-hmm. because this has been such a struggle for her. There's, we love to be fooled by things that give us false hope. Right. So it's it's really important that you just recognize that there's really no shortcuts, but there are little things you can do to get you there. It doesn't have to be some big drastic change. It's right. little things over time. Okay, and the second thing really ties into what I just said. And this is, I I had heard this quote before, but I didn't realize it had like a name. So the person who said this was, his name is Clay Shirky. And he is a an American writer, consultant, and teacher on this on social and economic effects of internet technologies. But this quote is actually called the Shirky Principle. Oh, how okay. cool is that to I have want a like principle? A, I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna make up my own principle. Vicky's principle. Okay. This is Clay Shirky's. He says institutions will try to preserve the problem to which they are the solution. That is so true. It is. And it again, it goes back to you really have to question when people come out with low fat, no fat, you know, these types of things that thrive uh, during times where people are really feeling vulnerable. And, right. you know, we talk about organic and we've talked about in the past how, you know, these companies are really trying to deceive you mm-hmm. to play on your sense of hope that there's something out there and it really just takes some basic education right all right so for this week we our call to action is to ask you to incorporate some nuts and seeds into your snacks i just mentioned a bit ago that i started making my own trail mix because a lot of times the store-bought ones especially the ones that you buy already like pre-bagged um, those have a lot of sugar. Right. So you just want to make sure to portion them out. But quite honestly, it's so much fun to create your own. I like <laughs> throw in some peanuts and walnuts and some raisins, which mm. I love. And then just make sure that when they're on my desk that I don't have this big old tub of them open up because you can really munch through those pretty easily. If we're watching a movie or something and I have some, I just portion them out in a little bowl. Right, right. Now, of course, if you're allergic to nuts, don't do this. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, try something else. Yeah, we gave you a whole list. And we'll have that list up on our website also mm-hmm. in the show notes. So on that note, please make sure you stop by the show notes for this episode. We have, we'll have everything we've talked about and the resources that we use to put together this podcast. All right. Uh, one more thing. If you have a couple of minutes and you find any value in our, um, in our show, please make sure to head out to iTunes and leave us a rating. We appreciate those so much. You do not know how much those make us smile every time we get one. So please head out there. It just takes a couple of minutes to do that, but it really helps us out a lot. Right. Or leave us a voicemail. Oh yeah. Those are fun too. <laughs> Okay, well, I think that does it for our show today, Larissa. Okay, it sounds great. Till next time. All right. Peace out. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 